0: Hello and welcome to this happy podcast. I'm your host, Matt Palmer, joined as always by my co-hosts, John Grosso and Paul Jarsenbowski. Hey, fellas, welcome.
1: Hey, good to be back. You Remember when we said that we were going to be doing this weekly?
2: Oh, that was great. Remember those days?
1: Oh, we were so young and optimistic. <laughs>
2: so optimistic. In the,
0: in the interim, uh, we opened up a TikTok and we've been doing TikToks and reels on Instagram. So we've been having content flowing at various moments right i'm working on it i'm i'm working on the uh the
2: social hustle
1: thank you matt matt's uh single-handedly keeping us relevant um
2: whereas whereas john and i are keeping us (laughs) single-handedly irrelevant right now
1: i tweeted a couple times Um, no
2: you know what it's just me it's just the old man here
1: no 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 so i will say this matt um you know, I, We told you when this happened, but when Paul and I were together, recently Paul Paul and I have been able to be together, and for our This Happy Podcast listeners, actually you have not been with us since the three of us were able to be reunited for the first time in person post-COVID, which was wonderful and a little emotional for the more sensitive of us in the room, like myself. Um, we actually heard from some people at the event that we were at um, that listened to our podcast, so welcome new listeners we're so sorry that episode we promised you in september is coming out in november but here we are
2: it's it, it's a, it's a it's a month that ends in an in, in an r so in an, you know in what an we're em- close in an ember yeah yeah in an ember yeah we, we did and we, and we could have done the even one worse but no no we, we still got you in november yeah in this streaming age
0: cliffhangers are a real thing mm-hmm and I think if I remember correctly, we, we left on a monster cliffhanger, and our listeners have been just dying to know what's next with this podcast. Yep. So let's dive right into what's making us happy this month.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, okay, I'm starting. Normally, I don't start, because normally, uh, for, to peek behind the curtain for you listeners, normally, there, there has not been a lot that has been making me super, super happy uh, with Disney. But I've got two things this time. The first is, um, I, I will only touch briefly on this, is the best Star Wars since the Empire Strikes Back. And that is Andor, which is so outrageously good. Uh, so stupidly good, I, I, I don't even have words for it. So that's that's my number one. I'm, I suspect others in this, this, this little troop might uh, talk about that. My second is Fantasmic is back. Um, and I was just delighted to watch um, the uh, Resort TV One live stream of Fantasmic's um, inaugural or performance and, you know, cry at the theme. But also, um, I loved the new segment with the Disney heroes. I thought it was awesome and creative. It wasn't cringy when you had Moana, Mulan, Elsa. Uh, they did a great job of integrating some new Disney without really tarnishing the 90s Disney monument that is phantasmic into um, all aspects of the show. And I can't wait to see those tech upgrades in person, the lasers, the projection mapping. It was really refreshing to see them not completely butcher a nighttime show. Um, And also what's making me happy is that Harmonious and um, whatever the Magic Kingdom show that I can't remember the name is are both being um, sent to their eternal reward. So... Many things are making me happy.
0: That's called Enchanted, right?
1: The one at the Magic Kingdom? Paul, what's it called? I think so. It's Enchanted? It's Enchantedly terrible, so I'm glad it's going.
2: John, I feel... Okay, I feel I need a rebuttal during the What's Making Us Happy. (laughs) Go ahead. Because I believe I'm one of the nine people in the universe who actually really like Harmonious. You like Um, the tacos? (laughs) Actually, I should say I like the show. I hate the barges.
1: Oh, uh, okay. That's fair. We can agree. We can we can at least meet meet there.
2: Yeah, I like the show a lot. Um, I wish the barges would just like go away during the day, but yeah. Um, so I'm a little sad that Harmonious is leaving because I actually thought and John, I know this is gonna start I
1: a swear I will log
2: off. So no this will be the Johnless podcast pretty soon because I'm gonna say I actually like it better than uh, you know illuminations is that what it was
1: there's no accounting for taste
2: <laughs> no i really do like the 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 harmonious show um more or less the music i like the music i actually listen to the music the fireworks and the stuff that go with it's fantastic but i think that i love the the intercultural experience of harmonious so but that's not what i'm i'm not here to start a fight that's for the that's for the next oh well, you started
1: one buddy let's go
2: let's go oh, the shoes <laughs> so,
1: are away.
2: All right. All right. So, John, actually, I'm getting back at him because he stole my my first oh, one. Sorry. Actually. Yeah, that's I fine was so excited. I missed you guys. I uh, know. No, it's fine. The the Andor uh, TV show it was fabulous. Actually, it was funny because it had one of the worst starts to a show. The first few episodes, I was like, what is going on? This is the dullest show. And then finally, by the fourth episode, I'm like, this is magnificent. (laughs) But the the first three episodes, I'm like, I'm only sticking around on this because I'm a completionist and I like Star Wars. But honestly, if I had, if, if, if I had my druthers, in fact, I did take a while watching those first four, I was like, all right, I'm not, no, I'll wait till tomorrow or wait for next week. But I eventually did. And I love them. And actually it's gotten better throughout the whole season. And I really do enjoy it. Um, I think it's great. It's, you know, it actually makes, you know, we always would make fun of the, sorry, those of us who are not John would make fun of the prequels because they were all about taxing, you know, the taxation and trade routes. Just were like, come
1: right for me now, Paul. Yep. <laughs> and we thought
2: that, that the, the prequels did not handle the taxation and trade route thing very well. But here we have taxation and trade routes and all that other stuff going on in this series. And I am captivated. The this is good. Intrigue is so good. It is so good, but like John, I have a second, which means because since this is what's making you happy in this quarter of the year, because it's been that long.
1: Yeah, you have to uh, do it,
2: and uh, you know since we're still in in autumn, uh, I one thing I got to do was I got to go to uh, Disney World uh, in September um, and experience Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, and um, I have to say. That it is by far, I absolutely loved it. I went before and loved it. This time it was even better. Um, I you know people ask me, you know, how about Christmas? How about Halloween? I will say their Halloween, hands down, is 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 absolutely fantastic. I like Christmas, but I don't think they do Christmas as well as they do Halloween. Um, I think they're not so scary Halloween party. Uh the fireworks. And one of my favorites was going on Space Mountain. And I okay, so I knew it was dark before. I didn't realize what it was like when they really shut off all the lights. Was there really a difference? Oh, wow, was it different. Um, Like there's a little bit of ambient light in normal Space Mountain. Wow. But when we went on during the thing and they also put on scary music too so it's not their normal music they put on like you're going through a haunted house or something like that it's really scary music wow. and so and you're in the dark and you're like like pitch black like i swear you can't see anything um you know i knew that the ride was over because we could finally see the exit light finally um but that was about it everything else was just it was fabulous and everything was good the the headless horseman the parade the fireworks Actually, I kind of was like, the fireworks they do for Mickey is not so scary. If they could do those like instead of enchantment or whatever they're calling it, that would be fine because the fireworks at the show are fabulous. They just they 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 they're well done. The music, the the projection is not over the top. Like I feel like nowadays it's like the, the fireworks shows at the Magic Kingdom are basically projection shows with a little bit of pyrotechnics um this one
1: after which is coming back
2: i know they use that a little bit much too i'm not a big (gasps) fan of that i know paul give me back wishes um
1: all right i like the wishes
2: but you know anyway this one they they had a nice they struck a nice balance that they didn't overuse the castle projections the fireworks were well well done i don't know so it was mickey's not so scary was just just a delight i thoroughly enjoyed myself it was a nice trip overall um it was one of those like um, we went right after one of the hurricanes and the weather was perfect which was really weird so my, my, my heart goes out
1: after the hurricane to, i
2: know it's amazing it just clears right out but yeah uh, my heart goes out to those who are affected of course but in terms of the disney the weather that after week was just it was there wasn't a cloud in the sky for for five days so um it was great um but yeah so I, I and I had one of the most delightful Disney trips I've ever had. And it always happens that always the shorter ones I have where they're like just an extended weekend um, are always like so much like the, nothing like nothing really goes that bad. Comp- like, you know, so I always find it like it's always over too soon. So but I just plan for the next one.
0: Man, mm. yeah, How about you? Or do you do you take your time? What's that? Do you mad dash through these trips or do you take your time?
2: Um, Because I go so regularly, I generally like to take my time now. Um, You know, the, unless the only time I mad dash is when there is like, I have to check off actually not so scary. Halloween was a little bit of a mad dash because you, you, you only have so many hours of the park is open that night and there's special things that they never do any other time. So you're trying to hit, all the things that they don't do, like characters that don't ever come out, rides or experiences that they never do. Um, so you're trying to, like, race around to those things to make sure you you hit all that. And, you know, so that was a little bit of a rush. But generally speaking, nowadays, I don't really, even on these short trips, I tr- we try to take it easy. Try.
0: All right. So I'm going to go um, and I'm going to say, John, that was really rude of you to take Andor. Sorry. Because I also had it on my what's That's making me happy this week.
1: Three uh, for three. Three for three.
0: I think I wrote this somewhere. I think it's the best written Star Wars since The Empire Strikes Back. Absolutely. Um, by the time we're in the middle arcs of like, I think it's episode seven through nine. Um, we are seeing the bloat of the bureaucracy of the Empire to the point where they don't they're looking for somebody who has ruffled their feathers and he is literally in their possession and it is just glorious to watch all these people run around trying to all step on one another. Um, (laughs) He's in their clutches, spoiler alert. Um, But my, the one that I'm gonna go with is uh Disneyland's breaking announcement that they are converting the treehouse, which was initially the Swiss Family Robinson Treehouse, and had been converted to Tarzan's treehouse back to a tree house that's inspired by the Swiss family Robinson. To me, that is a remarkable move by Disney Parks to say. We're going back to our roots. I know it's going to be tweaked and kind of improved, um, expanded in various ways. Um, but there's something remarkable um, about them bucking the trend of going IP. I know Swiss Family Robinson is an older IP, but they're they're not going with the rumored and Kanto over overlay. Um, I'm just stunned. I'm stunned and pleasantly so. Mm um when Disneyland goes back goes and respects its roots in such a substantial way it's so impressive um and this uh, I was there while it was under construction a couple months ago and we were all people would walk by and go oh yeah it's going to be in Kanto themed and to have this be the result I, it's stunning and it makes us all happy and I hope Swiss
1: Swissapolka is playing throughout the treehouse. Yeah. House. Um there's, there's such a reverence for Disneyland history. It's it's palpable there. Um the people, the locals, but also the management, the cast members. Uh it's I love Disney World. I love the cast members very much, but there's something very, very special and unique about Disneyland that makes this announcement about a treehouse, a walkthrough, um, really meaningful.
0: No, I will say I've been seeing more than one uh, YouTube video where um, it looks like Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Forbidden Eye could use a little tender loving care.
1: That's apparently Uh, coming, but yeah.
0: They really, really need to to step up. Uh, That ride is about 30 something years old at this point. Um,
2: Yet still in better shape than Dinosaur, which is its successor. Yeah. Well,
0: here's hoping that Disneyland does do the uh, the nice overlay or the, the, the improvements, both in animatronics and uh, moments in that ride. I hope that they give that some TLC. Um, and whether or not the uh, new Indiana Jones movie kind of prompts that, here's hoping. All I right, so let's jump into the topic this week. Um, we're kind of excited about this one. Well, not kind of. We are excited about this one. Uh, I'll say that more affirmatively.
1: We're mildly uh, excited about this, you guys. It's fine. I would say we're tepidly
0: enthusiastic about
1: this. <laughs> I,
0: all right, let's jump into it. Our topic this week is what type of attraction does the Disney Parks chain not currently have? So we're talking attraction or ride that they definitely need. That it's a glaring hole in their, in their offerings. So who wants
1: to go first? I'll do it. All right, John. I, um, so this is, I'll get right to it. The Disney needs a KUKA arm roller coaster or ride. They've flirted with it a couple of times, um, with the sum of all thrills, which was a, uh, an interventions little thing, um, in Epcot, but they, they need a KUKA arm, um. Uh, Universal has done it now a couple of times, well, some, some not so well. But Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is a Kuka arm ride, uh, which is, if for those of you listening, a picture giant robot arm uh, with seats. Sometimes it's on a track, and sometimes it's not. Um, and what it does is it gives you really advanced mobility. Um, really, really advanced mobility and simulates um, pretty authentically uh, a roller coaster or rides. Now, um, the sum of all thrills was something that you could customize uh, at Epcot. You build your own roller coaster virtually, and then the KUKA arm would learn it. You'd plug it in and would simulate it. That was like a very, very basic iteration of the tech. But Universal has... uh, done a wonderful job um, i've never ridden it because i'm prone to motion sickness but with harry potter and the forbidden journey and evidently with a lot of rides they're planning for in um nintendo world uh and in uh, the new uh the third park whatever the their third park is called so i'd like to see disney get in on it um because i think they can make a really cool uh Kuka arm attraction that's not overly virtual and screen-based, I think they could probably do something. There was rumors at one point that the Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster uh, could have gone that way. And um, I think for a story coaster, it's got a lot of potential. Um, I would love, I guess, Tomorrowland's going to be coaster heavy, um, but I'd love to see something like that in Epcot. I think Epcot... I, I, I have not ridden Guardians. I've heard it's very good. Um, but I think also it could be a good Star Wars attraction um, because of the sort of versatility it gives you. So, yeah, that's mine. Um, I would really love to see it. Universal's done it well. Disney usually is the technology pioneer, so I'd like to see them. I'd like to see what they t- their take on it.
0: So doesn't... Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't Universal have the patent on that, that ride design?
1: Do they? I didn't think so, because it was at IAPA. Um, was it? Yeah, KUKA Robotics. Um, I'm sure Universal has a patent on whatever the type is but I think I think it's Kuka Robotics unless they sold the patent to Universal but the well, fact that it, Disney was able to do something with it with the sum of all thrills leads me to believe that it's, that it's Yeah and I would like to see it in roller coaster form not just sort of static or moving sort of on a belt like, I'd uh-huh. like to see a Kuka coaster. I think that would be neat. I'm not sure that I would be able to ride it. I think I'm a big baby, but it'd be cool. How about you, Paul?
2: So, strangely, I, I'm going to almost take it in the exact opposite direction. Um, so, yeah. What's that? Oh, you're it's- doing
1: that all episode, Paul. Go ahead.
2: Yeah. That's <laughs> true. It's like, it's like Paul V. John tonight. So... um so the opposite direction for me, one of the things that I thought that Disney does not ha- used to have I should say it used to have but does not anymore um it so okay I'm gonna paint you a picture here um drink, I'm paint you a everybody retro drink p- all right every <laughs> a retro picture Paul
1: pa- Paul said he's painting a picture that's we gotta have a this happy podcast drinking game
2: yeah it's where I go Bob Ross and everybody <laughs> so um. So back in the nineteen fifties in Disneyland, um, before like when when uh, the original Frontierland was there, they actually had you could go on a, on a horseback ride uh, through Frontierland, um, and they had and and even the the Nature's Wonderland was which was the precursor to Thunder Mountain Railroad allowed you like it was it was a slow moving train but you really got to take in the wilderness and and they and actually the fact that it kind of was barren and that was just a result of the fact that disney hadn't really built up enough uh in their in their area but it looked like they were in the desert um and they looked like they were in the great outdoors and 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 there was horseback riding and all that and the reason i got thinking about this was because one of the things that i somewhat I, I think Disney doesn't have enough of and I, I, I when you you phrased it when you began Matt, as what does Disney not have? I I would say my, my nuance to that was what what does Disney not have enough of, mm. which are places to soak in the ambiance. Mm. There are not enough places. every square inch, they shove in a ride. Um, they shove in something as opposed to allowing the space to be a little more open. Um, it's one of the things and I, and I think that Epcot, when they're rebuilding it, I think they're going to try and keep that aesthetic because that was one of the beautiful things about, um, about the future world part of Epcot was that the pavilions were far apart. So like one of the areas in Epcot that I love, even to this day is there's a, there's a, there's kind of a lake, there's two twin lakes that are, uh, right before you get to world showcase. And it's beautiful. I always go during the flower and garden show in the spring. And so that whole area is just lined with with flowers, multicolored flowers that 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 go around the water. Um, and it allows you to soak in the area, to take in the ambiance. There's enough places for you to sit down and to just look. Um I was thinking when I was going through Tomorrowland recently. I thought there's nowhere around here to really take it in, especially in Disney World. In Disneyland, the 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 structure of Space Mountain is the entrance way to Space Mountain is vast enough where there's actually places where you could kind of sit and relax. Mm. Um, the closest thing we have is that Tomorrowland Terrace, which is basically a walkthrough area between, you know, Main Street and Tomorrowland. Yeah, but true. there's not really a place that I could sit down with shade and and take in and feel like I'm in the future. In Fantasyland there's a few places but not a lot. Actually they do a lot in um in the Casey's the the circus area. They 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 managed to do that. Um but but there's not as many as I'd like. And so I I would like more places to soak in the ambiance and 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 allow the space Allow them not to not this, not this to feel the need to fill a space with a building, a ride, a restaurant, but just let it be so that they could let the ambiance really take in. That's one of the reasons why I love the resorts. The resorts do this, but the parks don't, which is allows you to really take in and, and really appreciate it and get into the mood they're trying to set. I think I, I was uh, walking around through Adventureland, and I wanted to just sit and enjoy a Dole Whip. Mm. and i found how who does i found how difficult it was um the only place that you can really sit and enjoy a dole whip is the smoking section yes and aside from that there's really not much um you know we, we usually try to squeeze it in next to aladdin but i feel like i'm scrunched between the people going to aladdin going to the tiki room rushing their way to frontierland so there's, you, you know, you feel like you're still in the middle of a crowded causeway. So, like, there's not really a place to just sit and take in adventureland. I would love for there to be more of that. I will say and Animal just, Kingdom it, has a lot of places. You know what? You're probably right. They do. But that's um, all
1: Joe Rody That's that's.
2: Yeah. And So I'm, more or less, my thoughts kept going to the Magic Kingdom. No, you're and right. There's nothing. Hollywood there. St- Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios somewhat suffer from this a little bit. Uh, Epcot and Epcot has it. To an extent, although with the construction it hasn't, um, and then uh, yeah, your right, Animal Kingdom does, but I think not enough of it because I really think Disney does immersion so well. But you don't have an if you're not, you know, you asked the question, Matt earlier. Do you do you do you take it easy or do you rush mm. from you know ride to ride? You you know is it like pretty intense? I feel like I'm forced in some of these parks to do that because otherwise, if I stand still, I'm going to get plowed down by by the other guests. So I have to keep moving, or else, you know. So anyway, I my so it's kind of a weird way of 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 getting around. When you ask the question, uh, my immediate thought was, we need kind of a ambiance attraction or an ambiance experience. Like and as I said, I started out with the notion of riding horseback through frontier land. You know, you have the space to do that to feel like you're soaking in the West. Mm. Anyway, or that, or just you know, get do some love to Tom Sawyer's Island because that 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 whole island is meant for that. Yeah, that's and true. You feel like we just kind of like yeah, we don't really care about it. So, but that's that's ambiance there, but there's not enough of it. So sorry, it's a weird way I'm taking the question, but that's where my mind went.
0: Sometimes you just need a place to chill.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, so
0: mine is, you know. Disney, like you said, John, earlier, Disney is known for its pioneering technology. Um, but one of the designer construction groups that has um, really made other theme parks and amusement parks throughout the country stand out in the last couple of years is Rocky Mountain Construction. They, are, they developed some high yeah. end roller coasters throughout the country that have not only livened up Chain amusement parks, but put various theme parks around the country on the map. Um, they develop hybrid coasters that take old wooden coasters and give them a metal frame, um, and and add some twists and turns and and oftentimes inversions. And I'm looking, you know, I think everyone can objectively say, I think that the overhaul or the overlay of um, California Screaming to the Incredicoaster has been mid. It just didn't quite deliver. Uh, all it did was put on a couple different uh, lights and, and characters in the in in in, in between moments. Um, and something like California Screaming, while it's already a metal roller coaster made to look wooden, um, I think that they could in theory make that make that actual thrill spot um there and not necessarily they have to I know that they've they've made everything Pixar there and there hasn't been a particularly adult IP. Um but I think they could give some edge to the Incredicoaster and make it its own thing
1: Mm.
0: opposed to being that's California screaming with a couple different graphics on it. Um, I think that they could stand even though it's it's one of the marquee attractions in california venture shut that thing down for about a year or two let the people of cal uh, of rocky mountain construction get their hands on it and for the first time in their history also get work with somebody who can do some genuine theming if those two genius companies can find a way to work together um it could give disney a little bit of an edge in their parks um that they're not particularly known for. I mean, let's face it: like California Screamin' and slash and Credit Coaster has one loop, and that's somehow like trend-setting for them.
1: Yeah, uh, it was actually at the time.
0: Why not take it a step further and give give them a, a genuine coaster on the West Coast that uh, that takes some dips and dives and inversions and really throws people for a loop? So that's mine. A Rocky Mountain Construction Disney Imagineers collaboration. I sure. want to see it.
1: An RMC with Imagineering theming that would be
2: that'd be something. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the uh, I'm, I'm gonna be the uh, what do you call it? Um, the 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 buddy duddy. No, no. Um, more the more the reporter here. For those who don't know, what Rocky Mount like, I, I'm the idiot, and I, I really oh. am the idiot here when it comes to this. What do they do? Like, I, I don't like. What do they? They, they go in examples.
0: They go and take um, what are well, they they do two different things. Um, well, actually, a couple different things. One, they're known for taking old wooden roller coasters, and um, that that appear like they're on the edge of dying, uh, because of their lack of care, and they reinvent it. They add loops, they add inversions, they give the steel frame to it to allow it the flexibility to not just be a wooden up and down, up and down hills roller coaster. Um, they've also developed in the last couple of years single rail coasters, where literally it's not it's it's on a single rail. the The coaster goes along, so everybody's in a line. Nobody is next to one another. Um, And they've done these very huge, huge, huge builds with lots of inversions. And if Disney wanted to have that relationship with them, I think they could probably do that um, with maybe one of their indoor coasters, um, where it's not necessarily a looper, but it still has that freewheeling sense of anything can happen.
1: The rumor was, Matt, that that was on the table for avatar land a single rail rmc um was the third ride that was cut was supposed to loop through the land and through the floating mountains
0: give uh, it to me give it to me right
1: now. right
0: that that land while very cool to look at uh to me is not someplace you hang out very long um it, it, need, yeah. it needs a third ride um eight
2: <laughs> people <laughs> like, yeah you, you can't hang out in that land too long because chances are a walkway is but is pretty much occupied by the queue yeah you know, for one of the two rides so now
1: that fl- that ride is worth it flights of passage is fantastic but the, you're right there's so there's much no way ambiance to... that's wasted because you can't stay
2: yeah i mean the almost ambiance you get there is like going to the restaurant you know the little the little canteen oh, there oh
1: um it's a, yeah, it's a
2: Thule canteen, it's yeah, Thule, which is
1: good, I think.
2: Probably. Oh, it's one of my favorites, actually. Yeah, same-sies.
1: I'm um, gonna go
0: oh, that uh, the Disney Park purists, since Joe Rody is no longer employed by the Disney Park Corporation, the Disney Corporation will not want somebody to come in there and invent a ride uh, with Avatar's layout with Pandora's layout because I think that pe- the purists will say don't tinker with it because it'll just ruin joe rody's vision. That's what I hear most of all when people talk about animal kingdom is don't ruin joe rody's vision.
2: Well, it's I, and true. I and I mixed. So I had my, you know, my, so one of the areas where actually there is some ambiance is actually this little known and you know little secret. I'm going to just ruin it for me because I'm going to crowd up the space, which is this walkway between avatar pandora land and uh, the festival of the Lion King yeah, area, Africa, yeah. It's it's just this this walkway where there's there's nothing. It's, it's just like a boardwalk, right? It's a boardwalk almost, in a way. That area is probably the best because there's you're you're not disrupting an animal uh, habitat. You know, it's I'm I'm guessing on the other side of it, there's like a parking lot or some sort of.
1: There building. is actually some space for a ride if they wanted to do it, and I know so they, I think
2: that's where they put it. So part of they, me says yeah. that would be great to have it there. But then the other part of me says I'm losing some ambiance, but I'll admit the ambiance you get there is, is not exactly. It's not immersive ambiance. It's a transitional ambiance. And so I guess if I'm going to sacrifice some quiet space, that's probably the way it is. Cause it's really a walkthrough area. It's not really a sit through area.
1: Have you been to, you've been to Harambe market. That's like right yeah. there. That's one of my favorite ambiance places. In yes.
0: Yeah. So- Maybe they could put an RMC back where Kali River Rapids is. Oh, there's uh, so
1: much land back there.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, and you could honestly, like with a single rail coaster, you could actually do something that's themed to like snakes or something like that. Um, it's true. That yeah, thing- I think
2: have a, Animal Kingdom has the most I, I would say if there's any park that has expansive uh, areas to expand, it would be Animal Kingdom. You could do a lot there. I mean, yes. like so- over at dino land usa no
1: no 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 that was the worst of all worlds i the all of their announcements which while i'm super hyped for Encanto possibilities are coco and i would love a zootopia ride in and of itself do not replace dino land with with that do some do put indiana jones in dino land do indiana jones in the temple of the dinosaurs i don't care Put Zootopia, If you're gonna do Zootopia, Animal Kingdom. If we're hell bent, even though Joe rody's vision was no pants. That was his rule. No animals wearing pants does not do not belong in Animal Kingdom. Put them behind Rafiki's Planet Watch or something where it's you know. Let's just bed. say
0: that. I mean, nobody's saying it out loud, but I am. I guess Joe rody's earring is literally breaking his ear. I don't think we need to listen to what he has to <laughs> say. He's clearly not a great decision maker on an everyday basis
1: I I
2: I, I I I i disagree John. this is so this is this is how two podcasters who've been disagreeing the whole podcast can come together Is they have to find a common enemy yes and i am i am agreeing here with john and i would agree with you joe rody peace be upon him so
1: yes amen
2: <laughs> joe uh, rody can't go out
0: without taking off his earring because (laughs) literally sitting on his shoulder
1: i will say this huge joe roadie fan yeah the earring is distracting very much so it's 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 distracting
2: (laughs) all right i guess but But, uh this has become like a joe roadie podcast now we love you joe but by the way, for our listeners, I'm just going to do the, you know, I'll, again, I'm going to play for the listener who's like, who the heck are you talking about? I'm not as much a Disney geek as you. Joe Rody is a Imagineer who pretty much designed the Animal Kingdom Park uh, back in the 1990s. Yep, uh, he did extensive kingdom. research on, you know, he went to the Himalayas. He went to Africa. Uh, he went yeah. to all these places to do extensive research to make Animal Kingdom as good as it is and he really was a, a force behind the company and he was recently he recently left the company not maybe not on the best of circumstances but he recently left the company um uh but for a long while for several decades he was a one of the a strong imagineer in the disney company so that's well, who he is listeners who don't know who he
0: is the disney company his ear was perfectly intact <laughs> and when he left his face was on the floor.
1: Yes, but Animal Kingdom is one of the most thematically pure intentional. Yes. I would say it's second, truly, it's second only to Tokyo Disney Sea, And the only reason it does not quite hold a candle to Disney Sea is it doesn't have the attraction lineup that, that it does that Disney C does. You
2: no, know, but immersiveness, it is definitely very good. Um it it's it's of it's it. Although ironically, it's like one of my, it's not one of my favorite parks, despite its immersiveness.
1: I just, I still don't think it's been fully built out. Um, Yeah. There is is. no nighttime show anymore. There was um, the, uh, the, I think you probably, uh, you know what, you know what Animal Kingdom suffers from truly, Paul, you and I are going to, I think we've turned the corner. We're going to agree on a lot of things. It doesn't have a dark ride. Mm. It has the Pandora ride that's a sea ticket, but you need like oh.
2: four more of those. Well, and you need one that actually is more than just basically a,
1: one animatronic.
2: One anim, uh, Yeah, basically a, a long queue to to look at an animatronic of an avatar. Like, and that's, you
1: know. that's the
0: hottest of the parks there, too.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: yes.
2: Ironically. That's why you
1: need indoor rides. You need more dark rides. You need yeah. more family rides. Um, Zootopia
0: really- ride through Dinoland USA oh my gosh just, think of the air just condition.
2: revive you know john and i are gonna say i mean i want to like i want to like have a picket sign and stand outside of dino land and say save the dinos yeah don't now, take I the need dinosaurs to, out come on i mean i need you to plus the dinos disney listen to me plus those dinos like make dinosaurs cool again like you did it in the 90s it was cool in the 90s you've not let go since 1998 uh, of the coolness of the basically it's 98 coolness of dinosaurs well it's now many years later and you, you need to now make it 21st century cool dinosaurs But Maybe, do it, make well, a then... cool
1: dinosaur ride and do the excavator roller coaster the thing is with disney which drives me nuts is there's like 40 or 50 shelved projects that you could put that that would work like the excavator roller coaster have you guys heard of that tell us more It was a roller coaster that was supposed to be sort of an, uh, through dino land experience and a theme to an excavation, a dino, a dinosaur excavation, um, camp, I guess. Um, you could Google it. A lot of the concept art is leaked online, but it was really cool looking. And, uh, sort of like it gave the land a lot of kinetic energy, which I thought was really neat if they did that. And uh, you know you do that like it was a real one. it wasn't primeval whirl.
2: but like, it wasn't a um it was it was a slow ride or fast ride.
1: The roller coaster was a fast ride, I think okay. but but I I'm, and I agree they need more than just that. but like plus the dinosaurs, give them the excavator roller coaster, give Dino dinosaur a like a two year refurb and add some more animatronics. Maybe, and just get out
2: of that movie from the maybe year 2000. maybe
1: maybe yeah maybe refilm some scenes and
2: do something better do something than, better yeah and, I yeah. mean because
0: Alicia Rashad and somebody else in in that line queue right and yeah Alicia Rashad is now like a woman uh, in 70s, I,
2: I believe yeah what was one of the more challenging things is that or one of the awesome things so during the pandemic when like they didn't actually so when I went to Disney during the pandemic. And you went to the Animal Kingdom. So they didn't actually show that movie. You basically walked in and you walked through that theater. Oh, neat. Straight onto the ride. And the saddest thing is recently they've decided to now, now it's okay to be in crowds. So it they they now show the movie. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I, I, I was enjoying several years of just walking straight through this 1998 made for TV movie. So, oh, well. Yeah. We're now going. We've 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 turned yet another corner. Of we went from things that are making us happy to things we'd like to see to things that are frustrating us to no end. So we've we've really come full circle here. Goodness, or, or we've covered all the bases. I don't know what analogy I want to sure. use.
1: Matt, Matt, I think I think it's time for you to 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 wrap us up, put us to bed. We we need to go to bed. We need to.
2: <laughs> we
1: we right. got we got a little too into it.
0: Let's just say, join us next week <laughs> for the next episode of this happy podcast. I will uh, be happy to re- rejoin you fellows next week if we do this. We're doing uh, it. It's happening. And uh, guys, it's great to always talk with you. Uh, I'm Matt Palmer, joined um, by Paul Bowski and John Grasso. Thank you so much, fellas. It was good to, to get back together with you all and convince you that uh zootopia is going to be a wonderful i'm gonna addition. edit
1: that out i'm just gonna take that
2: part out let me
1: 2020,
2: let, let them have it let them have all it. all right let we'll it. let
1: them have it we'll let them let
2: them have it. have it just just for this time
1: all right everybody see you real soon at
0: zootopia and uh, stop uh, it
1: see you real soon everybody <laughs> <laughs>